Hey friends, on this episode of the official Do Good Better podcast, it's just me. Yep, you just get me talking a little bit about four tips that technology will be used in 2021. What are the trends? What are we seeing as, as technology is used in the nonprofit world? How do you use it? How do you benefit from it? Do you have to do everything? Do you only have to do a couple of things? We explore that. Uh, it's a really interesting podcast because I know 2020 changed a lot of things for a lot of people, and this technology stuff that we're using isn't going away. It's just going to be used differently, and it's going to be really intriguing on how you use it. So I think it's a really fun episode. I can't wait for you to listen to it. And of course, I'd like to appreciate one of our brand new sponsors to the show. Listen, if you weren't constantly feeling like you're on fumes, or if you have a steady flow of funding, or you have a system to scale your nonprofit for even greater impact, you'd love that, wouldn't you? Well, this is why I think our friends at the Nonprofit Leaders Academy are such a great sponsor of the show is because you're going to crush it. My buddy Derek Timmerman has put together a course with everything that you need to do all the things you want to do without burning out. Go to nonprofitleader.academy for a free sample of the training. Go say hi to Derek. Send him a note. He's awesome. You're awesome. I think together you do awesome things. Go to nonprofitleader.academy. Go crush it in 2021. He's got everything you need. Nonprofit Leader Academy. Well, I'm really excited for this episode because I think it's going to teach us a lot of things about tech, but really it's going to be a nice little uh, moment of reflection on what you need to do to kick off your 2021 to be the best year of your life. Have fun listening to this episode of the official Do Be Better podcast. Your organization is awesome, but sometimes you want to be even awesomer. It's time to get your fundraising on with your host, fundraising expert and author, Patrick Kirby. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the official Do Good Better podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Kirby. And of course, we talk about things and we talk about small and medium-sized nonprofits doing wonderfully big things. And one of the things I wanted to talk to you today about is technology trends in 2021. Listen, uh, new year, new you, right? We're all going to start off on the right foot. We're going to eat better. We're going to go exercise. We're going to do that yoga we talked about doing. But we don't want to wait until the new year because, of course, that's when you get all the best deals. Um, Part of the thing that is not going to change is anything if we don't do it. One of those things, technology. If we do not embrace some of the technology that we have either learned to use or uh, sort of get better at – I think a lot of small and medium-sized nonprofits are going to get left behind. And I saw, I saw this wonderful uh, article on um, uh, BizTech. It was like a, an online magazine that had uh, these uh, nonprofit trends uh, to use technology. And I thought, what a better way to start off the new year with this podcast is to talk a little bit about what we're going to do to continue using technology into the new year. Because it's a new year and because we see light at the end of the tunnel for the old Rona – does not mean we are going to stop using technology. The same technology that, by the way, saved us uh, from trying to figure out how what to do and how to communicate with our donors uh, during a pandemic. Uh, it, this really helped us navigate through a whole uh, bevy of roadblocks that we thought we were going to have to to deal with. Uh, your Zoom calls, your uh, uh, Microsoft Teams, whatever uh, hub you used to do virtual events with, that all gave us a solution. And it's not going away. In fact, 
what this has proved to me at least and in conversations with our clients or friends and, 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 uh, and folks who are in the nonprofit world is that technology is only going to increase. It just depends which ones we're going to use to benefit our nonprofit. So I invite you to sit back at this episode and kind of think about how you are using technology in 2020, what you anticipate to do in 2021. And you don't have to do all of the bells and whistles. You don't need to do everything and invest tens and hundreds of thousands of dollars into new tech. But you, what you do need to do is to understand where you can double down, where you can keep up with your com- competition. You know, So if somebody else is doing really well in one tech area and you're failing miserably at one – how do you get better at that? Not to be the expert, but how do you get better? Uh, so I think this will kind of help clarify a few things on what's really uh, going to be make or break tech stuff here in 2021. So one of the things that uh, this article talks about right out of the gate is mobile fundraising. In 20 – this last year, they uh, – organizations raised uh, $2.5 billion dollars in uh, donations on Giving Tuesday alone, okay? That's up a half a billion dollars from last year. That's only through mobile giving. And that alone should tell you everything you need to know about how your website looks on other people's phones and how you capture their attention to capture a donation or at least information as far as analytics goes from your potential donor base. Here's a couple of ways that I think you should look at this. One, from what are you doing for a donation collection? And then number two, what does it look like? From a donation collection, and we talked about this on an earlier podcast as well, um, is what are you doing to ask? Are you giving clear instructions? Are you making it really easy for individuals who are on their phone in the middle of the night or they're uh, you know, sort of scrolling through on a, on a commute or whatever, they, whatever they're doing? How do you make it easy for them to donate, to eliminate the hurdles that some organizations have to not allow you to donate right away? And how do you make it really easy? And, uh, and so that's something that you really need to take some time to analyze on your back end. So really from a donor's experience standpoint, how is it? Ask somebody who's donated through your mobile site or through a phone. Ask one of your donors to give online, small gift, five bucks, 10 bucks, or ask them to give their next gift online. Then ask them about their experience. How was the process? Were you able to do it in very few steps? Did you have to get to a third-party site? Was it confusing at any times? Did you ever want to stop? Did you ever want to just stop and just start over or give us a call instead of completing the transaction online? That's something you really need to consider. And a lot of organizations will have this third-party site. It's PayPal. It's uh, some other thing that will take you off of the site. Embed that into your site. Embed that into your mobile app so that you can have a very quick transaction. You don't want to lose that spur-of-the-moment gift out of the gate at all. And you really want to move forward as quickly as possible to get them a thank you and get that conversation started on appreciation as quick as possible rather than having the last thing they remember is this frustrating experience on their phone. They're not going to donate on their phone again if you don't give them a wonderful experience. And leading to the how does it look and how does it feel conversation, if you have a group of supporters or donors or really good friends of your nonprofit, have them give you a mobile audit. Have them look on your site on their phone and tell them, tell you what they like and they dislike. 
First of all, it does, it does one thing, which is you get to engage your supporters without asking them for cash, right? Hey, I know that uh, you're asked for a lot from us and really not asking for money right now. But would you go to your phone and flip and scroll through our website and let me know if anything looks cattywampus to you? Or how do you like it? Or are we missing anything on the mobile site? To fix it, it's pretty easy. Even if you're bootstrapping it and you're having a certain sort of really easy build-your-own GoDaddy website, nothing wrong with that. But you get to actually view it in mobile view. So you can see what it looks like so you can lay out your actual page to reflect a better web experience. Yes, there's a lot of people that are on their PC that are looking at your website, but more often than not, they're looking at it on their phone, right? They see an article on Facebook, they're flipping through, or they're on Instagram, they're looking for your organization. They're trying to figure out what else you do. And A, if you don't make it sexy looking to scroll through, to, for lack of a better term, or you don't give them an opportunity to donate on a regular basis while they're scrolling through, and it's not easy, well, I think you're missing out on the fundraising mobile game. And as we've seen, mobile fundraising, literally through texting or uh, through just scrolling through, super important right now. A lot of people can't have face-to-face -face uh, you know, conversations, and so maybe they have a text message uh, conversation with some of your donors. Do you have a good text strategy? Do you have some of your information about your donors and do you have their cell phone information so that you can send them group texts about what's happening or if there's a need, an emergency need, that's going to be really key in driving donations and more importantly, engagement on your mobile device. So tip number one, you're going to want to look out for that. And what technology can you use? There's a ton of it everywhere, right? But your younger generation, your younger donor is going to use their phone a lot more than your older generation. If you're, that's what your bridge is going to be in 2021, use it to your advantage and make sure that your mobile fundraising, uh, either your apps or your programs or the ability to do it is simple and easy and good looking. You've got all that information that's possible. Number two, uh, we're going to have to touch about virtual events. They're going to, they're going to go up this year. I know that this is like the thing that nobody wants to hear. Um, but virtual events are here to stay. Listen, uh, you know, I know we've all zoomed out or Microsoft teamed out and what, but whether you're doing a training or whether you're doing a fundraiser or whether you're just trying to communicate virtual events and virtual platforms are here for the long run. If you did your virtual event, you probably had people beaming in from all over the place that you normally wouldn't have in a in-person event because you have global reach at this point. Um, I think really fundraising virtually events and friend raising virtually in, in events is going to have to be very clear. We talk about that a lot. I know that if you follow us on either Do Good Better uh, Consulting or you've, or you've listened to a number of podcasts that I've been on, that's I'm really hammering this home, which is understanding what your purpose is by doing a virtual event. Is it a fundraiser or a fundraiser? I think having on-demand content, having a way to get immediate playback, having um, access and uh, to uh, an inclusive environment, which means you're going to have to have it transcribed. You're going to have to have you know subtitles when necessary. You're going to have to have some of these hearing impaired or visually impaired um, uh, tactics to make sure that it is inclusive to everybody is really going to be critical. And it's also going to be who's going to be the most creative in the virtual event space, doing the same things that you have seen 
the same way that we were in in-person events, right? You go to the gala, it's the same thing. It's chicken or fish and you get to go and choose. And you have your table and you do your bidding and you do your auction, and you do your program and it ends. Um, that was boring and so people looked for more adventurous in-person events, the same way that they're going to look for virtual. So get creative and get fun and get solution. But again, be very purposeful if it is a friend raiser or a fundraiser. If it's a friend raiser and you want to make sure that you have this um, the, the content accessible to everybody right away, make sure that you are focusing on how people are going to get this and how you can repurpose that information for your social media or your, your e-newsletter, your website, your mobile site that we just talked about. And if it's a fundraiser, make sure that you are very clear about what you are doing and the agenda has to go out early and be creative and fun because I think that's going to be uh, one of the things. The number three uh, piece of tech information that's going to really trend upwards is the amount of analytics that you do at an organization. Listen, Wednesdays are for documenting. We know. But really what you're going to have to do is concentrate on what you're acquiring and how you are using it going forward because there is no way on God's green earth that you're going to get away with guessing who's a part of your tribe in 2021 because there are organizations that are already harvesting that information and will do a really good job of targeting whether it's through ads or through uh, pointed phone calls or even text messages, yes, your donor database because they know more than you do about your own donors and that cannot happen, especially in this new tech digital world we live in. So um, what are you asking? Are you asking better questions? Are you asking how they got there? Do you know how they got to your website? Do you know how they got to an event of yours? Do you know how they logged on or what spurred them to click? Um, I think you're going to have to do a good job, not the best, but a good job of understanding your analytics. And even in an old school game, even if you know their cell phone, not only to text them, but it allows you to pick up the phone and call them too. And so acquiring that little bit of information is going to be real critical. Um, I think you're also going to have to worry a little bit about uh, protecting your data online. Make sure that you are up to date and, and you ask an IT professional how you can keep some of your uh, data and your donor data uh, sacred to you and you alone. Um, in big data, people pay a lot of money for information. And so if your organization is going to be, I don't know, uh, giving away info from a hack, well, that could be used against you from an insurance standpoint. So you got to make sure that at least you're, uh, you're secured. Invest in an IT professional to give yourself an audit to how safe your stuff is online. And make sure that your data is secure and then use that data for good about how it's going to grow in importance over this 2021 year. You're going to want to know who gave more this year than they did in years past. You're going to want to know how they like to be communicated with and knowing your data is going to be more important than anything. Where do you house it too? Uh, you could go to our uh, sponsor, DonorDoc. You should probably go there first and foremost. Uh, but how are you storing this data? Where are you storing it? Is it out in the open? Do you have a, a wall that, that protects it? Those are questions that you're going to have to ask that don't cost a lot of money to ask the questions. Might cost an investment up front, and that's absolutely critical, um, especially in here. The fourth uh, piece that this um, – 
this article mentions is that uh, artificial intelligence powered personalization is going to help you exponentially. Now, what does that mean? When we talked with um, our friends over at Next After, they talked a little bit about direct mail campaigns and personalizing those things. Is it automating and does the data show who is part of your donor database? And again, if you're working in an Excel spreadsheet, this is this still pertains to you. Don't don't think you're off the hook because you don't have super fancy pants technology. Um, you're going to want to match up people's likes a lot easier than you have in the past because, again, everybody else is. So um, specifically targeting individuals who have specific likes and dislikes within your organization's programs and services is going to be key. There's a lot of uh, technology that you can kind of do, right? So whether it's a whether it's a bot on your Facebook page that sort of uh, captures information that allows you to follow up with questions – uh, what you can do on Facebook is you can have this little bot where it's, hey, I welcome to our Facebook page. How can I help you? You need to anticipate some of those questions that people ask. I'm looking for services. Great. So if your code were to services, what are you going to tell them if you are a robot yourself, right? What's the logical next step is, all right, well, we provide these four services. How else can we help you? Uh, click on one of these. Well, then by clicking on it, or you understanding that they clicked on it is now going to trigger a number of different uh, responses from you personally that you're going to have to help navigate. AI is going to help immensely with this. There's a lot of, uh, of things like chat boxes and, uh, and, and otherwise uh, really easy to integrate technology into your social media pages that will help you do that. But you're going to want to Know your donors intimately, and if you don't, you're going to have to get some tech help to do that. Part of sponsoring posts and part of your uh, SEO is looking for keywords that match your organization with potential donors and supporters. If you're a cat and dog organization, you're not necessarily looking for individuals who are looking for child trafficking organizations to donate to, right? So you're not going to use – uh, technology to capture information of people looking at uh, uh, nonprofits, firms for child trafficking. You're looking for dogs and cats and that kind of stuff. Entering those data into some of these AI programs is going to help you immensely because at the end of the day, you're going to know your donors better than they think you know you do. And that automating, uh, you know, the the donor campaigns, right? So knowing that this person gave twenty five dollars to this particular program, that you're offering another. Uh, mailing about six months from now, what are you doing and how are you using technology to help spur conversations to them so that they increase their gift? And does your program, does your direct mail program know that that person is specifically tied to a program or that they might like something that is maybe near and dear to their heart or this new program might be something that they would be interested in? And I think using technology is going to be really interesting in that regard. We're not getting away from this, folks. Uh, technology is here to stay. And even though you don't think you know enough, 
you're already vastly better off because, A, you're listening to a podcast. This is one of the most important things that people can do. If you're an organization, start one. Uh, start it because you can disseminate org, uh, information really quickly and you can sell yourself. At the end of the show, you're going to probably hear a couple of commercials here for either DonorDoc or myself. Um, and, and you're going to be interested in either purchasing it because you got through the whole program or if somebody's listening to a podcast about your organization, they're looking for a action plan. Go to this website to donate. Or, hey, get on your phone and uh, text this number to this number and we'll send you some information, right? That is really harnessing the technology that you can use. For doing a podcast, it requ requires you to have a microphone and a computer. And even if you don't have a computer, you have a smartphone, you can have a microphone and a smartphone. That's what it takes for the technology side to at least get your content recorded. From there, you're going to have to look at opportunities for how to capture not only the the tension that people got from an 18 to 25 minute podcast, but now they want to do something about it. You've motivated them to say, ah, I need to learn more. I'm going to suggest you go to dogoodbetterconsulting.com. There's a lot of information that you can go over there. So if you go click on that, what does the mobile site look like? Well, bring it up on your phone. Go to dogoodbetterconsulting.com on your phone and slide through it. We've done a lot of work rebranding and re uh, sort of emphasizing the website so that it looks good on mobile. Does your site do that? And have you collected data in order to text people um, your communications uh, on a regular basis? And how are you using your virtual events for good? And whether that is acquiring new names into your database because you're a friend raiser or uh, raising a lot of money because you're concentrating on it being a fundraiser and are you embracing AI technology to make sure that your donors are getting the right material in front of them at the right time? And I think all of this technology is going to work in harmony. It's going to be really fun this year. Uh, I know that it, it's going to take a couple of months to get out of this black hole. But my God, it's going to be fun at the end of the year because we're going to use all these things we learned in 2020. And it's going to open up a little bit. And that light at the end of the tunnel is going to be really great. And it's going to be really fun. I cannot wait to see now, if you have a uh, technology question, you know, drop it in either the uh, the comments below or, or email me at Patrick at DoGoodBetterConsulting.com. I'd love to talk about it or talk with you about it because uh, I think tech is going to be really important to have on the front burner while we bring everything up there as well. And I know everything has a priority. If, you're, if it's Monday, you're listening to this show. If it's Tuesday, you're going to plan or you're going to do Execute one of these things. And if I had to rank in order of what we talked about today, I'd say, hey, get your mobile platform ready to go. Does it look good? And do you have a way to have people donate with ease on your site? And then really look at your analytics. W look at your data. If you don't know your donors from 2020, you need to get to know them in 2021 because that end of year giving at 2021 is going to be really important. And you got to start those conversations earlier. So I, I appreciate the uh, the time uh, chatting with you today on the official Do Good Better podcast. This is kind of a fun, uh, cathartic sort of me talking alone in my studio uh, with you about technology. And I think everybody's going to be using it. I think it's super important. And I'm really excited to see what you have going on. Find us on Facebook and uh, comment on what you are using for your technology in 2021. How are you going to leverage it? And I hope you guys do amazing things. You're already listening to this podcast. You're going to do awesome things. It's going to be great. And thanks for stopping by the official Do Good Better podcast. 
Documenting donor information is the most important thing you can do as a fundraiser, as a nonprofit organization. And hey, if you don't know where to start and try to figure out where and what system to get, go to DonorDoc.com. DonorDoc is the CRM system, the donor database system. It has wonderful reporting. It has easy-to-use dashboards. Frankly, it's the greatest thing that you will have at your disposal as a fundraising organization. Go to DonorDoc.com. There are countless videos, books, articles, and folks out there with suggestions on how to raise more money. Of course, that's a major problem. Too much information. Do Good University has an online library of lectures, courses, and trainings that concentrate on one thing, making fundraising simple. Come join other like-minded do-gooders who are looking to unclutter their fundraising life. Enroll at Do Good University today at dogoodbetterconsulting.com.